This is live from the convent, and I would like to dedicate this podcast to the family cat called Baby, who disappeared for a week. We thought she was long gone. The cat mainly belongs to my younger sister, who lives in Galway, and the cat made a break for it when the collar was taken off for the first time in many, many months, maybe in many, many years. And it wasn't anything personal, really. It just went its own way for a bit. Nobody thought the cat would return. And if only cats could talk, what would they say about their adventures, about their time away? Would you believe me if I told you there was such a thing as a cat telegraph? A telepathic cat telegraph. All the way from Africa, where the big cats live. And baby the cat received one and she knew it was time their time to take over as soon as the cat rounded the corner she came across a bandana in the drain would you believe me if I told you this bandana had traveled all of the way from Los Angeles to Galway, and it originally belonged to Axel Rose, and his housemaid threw it out 20 years previously, and it had taken those 20 years to travel that long, complicated distance. And this cat could smell something, could smell an energy off this bandana. And she decided to make a bindle out of it, which is essentially a little hobo knapsack stick with a bandana tied at the end of it, encompassing some kind of bundle all of her worldly possessions. And all of her worldly possessions at this point, well, just one thing, really. A goldfish somebody had tossed from the second floor of a nearby building. And the goldfish was writhing on the pavement. And baby the cat scooped it up in its mouth and flipped it back into its bundle on the stick in the Axel Rose bandana. There's something that people don't know about the cat world, and that is every criminal that's died can potentially come back as a cat and has to fend for itself among its own kind. And that's a very, very hard thing to do in the cruel wild cat kingdom 
And this is what Baby was up against, the beginning of her adventure. One thing I should say, though, is that the cat had been done at the vets. So that is one thing Baby had going for her, entering into this very dark, dangerous world. But it still didn't stop the nasty male cats from having a go. Hey, cat, cat, what's your story? To which baby the cat would respond. How did you know my name was Baby? Oh, your name is Baby? Oh, well, that's just too much. That's just too much, Baby. Yes, that is just too much. Why don't you come down this alley with me, baby? I'm going my own way. Okay, we can go your way. Where did you have in mind? Oh, hold on. There's Fruity. Oh, she's so loopy. She's so mysterious. She smells so good. Bye, baby. And then... A white van pulled up and the driver window was wound down and a suspicious looking man leaned out. He was wearing dark green leather jacket, a suspect fashion choice for the month of April. Well, how I? You look like a very well cared for pussy. Come here, pussy. Would you like one of my pussy treats? All you gotta do is get in the back. Um, they do look like really nice pussy treats. Pussy treats, cat treats, but. No, I'm okay. Thanks. Uh, hold on. I just want to ask, where's your collar? You must be really hungry, pussy. No, I'm fine. Thanks anyway. Bye. Everyone was simply out to get this cat. She did look really bright-eyed and healthy, and humans and animals alike only wanted to get closer, ever so closer to her. Baby was starting to feel really hungry. The last time she'd eaten was two hours before, and that's a really long time in the life of a house cat. And she suddenly came across this sandy-colored cat standing at the entrance of a ditch. Baby 
went right up to the cat. There was something very alluring, very attractive about her. And she seemed to be inviting baby with her eyes. You look very angry to me. Did you want to join our tea party? You have to come down with me. There is a group of us. So, a little bit reluctantly, gingerly, baby followed the cat down and down and down. And there were a group of four sitting around a makeshift cat table. And on the table was the most perfect, delicate, unchipped, ornately designed china that she'd ever seen in a real house. This was a ditch. She had no idea where they sourced the china from. But she gathered from the looks of them. I mean, they were very dirty and very beaten up looking. They were all definitely stray cats and had seen some very desperate times. This group of cats were very mus- much mismatched to the perfect condition of the china. That's the cat world, though. Lots of juxtapositions, not much said, and what you see is what you better get or an eye gets scratched out. The cats sitting around the table didn't look up when baby entered. They each had a knife and fork that they weren't using and each had either a fly or a spider on the plate that they were playing with and they all looked so happy and dangerously excited to be playing with their prey. Have you ever been to a cat tea party before? This sandy-colored cat asked. No, I've just kind of seen my ownership tea from a cup. Well, we do things differently without owners. We've made our own customs, our own rules, but we do like the china. It is very pretty. There has been a lot of work put into the making of it. I want to play you one of our favorite uh, cat songs. I wanna go to a, a tea party. 
Oh, a catty party. Oh, a catty party. Lots of spider cake. And whereby sing. Wood lice and twine on tap. Oh, the little claws and dirty paws from frightening bad catties down the back alleys. I wanna go to a tea party. Oh, a cat tea party. Oh, a cat tea party. Yes. Fish bones and filthy undertones. We scream up the night with what sounds like a fight, but it's spring business on your front doorstep. And I bet you can't sleep. I wanna go to a tea party. A cat tea party. Ooh la la. Baby made a quick exit as soon as the song finished. It wasn't really her scene. Nobody noticed. They were all too caught up in their meal of prey. She really craved to be near the water. So she backed up out of the ditch and made her way to the closest body of water. She got as far as the cladder when she spotted a ginger cat. The ginger cat was consorting with a rat wearing a red glittery waistcoat. She just about caught the name of the rat, Jizzy. And he had a pack, a pack of rats, Jizzy and the Rat Pack. There was some kind of deal going down, a really dirty deal. The rat was warning the ginger cat. All right, you say you can get me that? Then get me that, ginch, or there's gonna be some real trouble, all right? You know what kind of trouble I'm talking about. You know about my reputation, ginch. And then, Jizzy made a noise and all the other rats followed suit and they scuttled off back into the river. And then the ginger cat was alone and he looked like he was seeking out his next bit of trouble because this is what ginger cats do. There's really such wonder and waywardness in the world of the ginger cat. And they're all the same, no matter the country that you find them in. They don't care. They do their own thing. They're gowls, no matter where you go. And you could really find them anywhere in a day, doing anything. And I mean anywhere and anything. Down at the bookies, smoking a cigarette at the cliff edge, 
kissing dogs five times their size. Not because they're in love, but just to annoy the dogs. Stealing food from stalls at the market. Dressing up as business professionals and going up and down in the elevator. Planting upturned nails on the footpath for poor, misfortunate pedestrians. The ginger cat turned around and saw baby a mile off. It could always tell a newcomer, a shiny green newcomer. He could see baby didn't have a collar, but he knew she was a house cat. And Ginger was going to have his way with baby. Whatever was in that knapsack, he was going to have Because you couldn't just go about and do your own thing in the cat world. There was always going to be some cat watching and waiting for their opportunity. Are you enjoying your holiday away from your owners down by the river? Do you need any assistance? You look like a really nice cat. One that I'd really like to get to know. Is that a picnic you've got in your little bandana there at the back? Baby didn't trust ginger cats that much. They usually ended up dead quite early. They'd get rolled over by a car because ginger cats thought that they were stronger and faster than cars. Or they got beaten up by other cats. She could see that Ginger was eyeing up the bandana and was moving closer and closer to it. She could see the ginger cat's eyes crossing and going back to normal, crossing and going back to normal. It's like that look you see on a cat's face before they swipe a spider or a bird or or anything that they're going to eat eventually. And she needed to keep her distance from him. Come on now, sharing is caring. Don't you want to open it up and we can sit down and we can have a laugh and I can get to know you? She had to find her way to escape. And then a golden retriever, Poppy, showed up. It was running ahead of its owner and it was so happy to see them. Even cats thought golden retriever puppies were really cute. And Ginger turned to Baby and said, Oh my God, this guy, he's so dumb. He's an absolute chump like. Look at him. He's happy to see us. And all I'm going to do, I'm going to take his food away from him again. The golden retriever did have a piece of meat in his mouth 
And it looked like he was just going to give it to the ginger cat as a gift. And he was genuinely happy to do that. And baby's heart just broke. But ginger and baby received a telepathic telegram then from the head lion of Africa, Temitope. And they were to immediately leave the golden retriever puppy situation alone and to go around to houses and apartments that housed single men or single women and to get as much chicken and as many sausages cooked to perfection that they could and this whole exchange would be fully based on pity. So the pity that the single people would feel for these cats peering through the windows and all cats know how to do that look through the window at a single person to make them feel so sorry for them. Upon receiving skin and sausages, the cats were to hide them in random pockets all over the town because now was the time when all of the cats were roaming and they would need to have pit stop places to eat the chicken and sausages. And this mission, this plan would need to take precedence over anything that Baby or Ginger had planned. When that mission was fully accomplished and Baby and Ginger parted ways, not before Ginger had stolen the goldfish from the bandana, though. It was time then for Baby to get back to what she had originally planned to do. Now, what hasn't been mentioned is Baby had been moved from a house in Clare to a flat in, in Galway City. And she had had all the room and space in the world in Clare. There were fields, there was a massive back garden with trees and bushes, and she had been a country cat. And she had a serious hunting schedule. And there was even a massive garage where she would live half the time in between her hunting stints. And she missed that place terribly. And she thought maybe she could find her way back to that place. And in a cat's brain, they think the owners would be there too if they managed to find their way back to that place. So her plan was to somehow get on the main road from Galway to Clare. Not that she knew anything about counties or how traveling works or routes to places. And she just thought, look, if I can get in the general direction, then maybe I could, I don't know, thumb a lift with a trucker or somebody might take pity on me. That, that usually works for me. But just as she was about to set her four paws 
on the correct motorway. She saw something ahead, which changed her mind instantly about her plans. The ginger cat thinking that it was stronger and faster and more invincible than any living thing got hit and pretty badly too, full force. And she saw more in that instant than she ever cared to see. And she turned around and she headed homeward. Even though she had once heard a story about a cat who successfully traveled 2,000 miles to make it back to the house that the cat had grown up in. The family had moved house, the cat wasn't happy, and of course the cat took it upon itself to go back to that house, finding new owners there, finding the situation really awkward, really surprised that the family hadn't followed the cat. Obviously, the family should have followed the cat. Why would they not have followed the cat? So the cat went back to the new house, but that was a one-off. And she didn't know if it was a legend or if it was the truth, but she still thought it was worth pursuing. She still thought she could make it back to the original house, like this fable cat. A man said to me once, you're beautiful, but I knew he was after me money. I had just got the doll and was loaded. Big box, big, big box. Went into a bar and bought the whole place a drink. Still paying it off. Don't be fooled by the big wads of cash. Twill blind ya. Big box, big, big box. That's what the dentists make. Those boys, they're laughing all the way to their bank managers. When the dicky boards with the waistcoats and sheepskin slippers. Bank managers are the new sultans of the earth. Big steak and potato lunches on the balcony. I used to have a man like that. The gauss got him in the end. There's only one way to cure the gauss. And the doctors won't admit to it. It will cause a stir, you see? Trout juice! Wait until you taste it. Me tight rolled off of the run of cards. The smell of the trout juice was so powerful. The next two towns had to evacuate. Trout juice! 